We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Going back to the West Her hotline now because we are going and we're crossing over enemy lines, getting the uh, the oppo research done here on the opponent this week, the Jacksonville Jaguars, and joining me, as I mentioned on the West Her hotline, Hayes Carly. And first thing, Hayes, whenever I have a new uh, person on the show for the first time, I want to make sure that I'm pronouncing their name correctly, Carly. And is that correct on, on my pronunciation there? Nate, it is a great, great uh, try. I appreciate it, and thank you for having me on. It's Car Lion. Car Lion. I See, appreciate the effort. That is why I like to ask, because the last thing I want to do is butcher your name for the entire segment. So, Hayes, Car Lion, on the Western Hotline. Is that good? That, did, did that sound right for you? That is perfect. Made it. Yes. So, listen, I, my last name's Geary, uh, but for whatever reason, people read my last name and say Gary, and I'll never understand it because <laughs> the word gear, G-E-A-R, is in the last name, but, uh, yeah, they still right. find a way to, to butcher that somehow, some way. I don't Quiet. know. Quiet there, Gary. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, it is what it is. Hey, <laughs> th- uh, thank you so much, uh, first and foremost, for making some time in me, uh, for me on your Saturday. Uh, I know you're busy. Sure you got kids. I know how that whole, that whole thing goes, so I really appreciate you for, ju- for jumping on with me here. I am obviously, obviously, maybe most interested in some of your thoughts um, on the season that has been it, earlier on. There was a lot of drama around the head coach. We'll get to some of that later on in this segment. But I wanted to start with the quarterback. He is by, far and away maybe the best storyline to talk about with this team and his his early development and progression. Um, you look around Twitter. You look around the people that break down film for a living. You hear a lot of the same things, which is I don't know how you really can productively, you know, sort of monitor, figure out what you're watching with, uh, with with Trevor Lawrence just based on his supporting cast. What have you seen with feet on the ground there from Trevor Lawrence in year one? Do, do you feel like you're getting a fair, I don't know, a fair look at Trevor Lawrence this year with, with all the factors outside of his control? Well, he has no help, and, and I feel sorry for Trevor because uh, I think he's been outstanding considering uh, you know the, the supporting cast that he has. Uh, you'd look at the numbers and you would and you would not be dazzled by the numbers, but he has what I believe now is an expansion level group of receivers. Uh, I mean, they are awful. They don't separate. Uh, they they drop everything basically that's thrown to them. Um, so the receivers have been uh, big time disappointing. DJ Chark got hurt. He's out for the year. Uh, you know that certainly hurt them. But they were counting on Lavisca Chenault to develop. He hasn't. Uh, Marvin Jones has been okay, but he had a big drop last week. Um, they, they just don't really have anything. The, this administration invested, a, uh, you know, free agent money in Philip Dorsett and, and trying to find, you know, a speed option, Tavon Austin, and none of it has worked out. 
Uh, Jamal Agnew has been a pleasant surprise, uh, but he's a converted defensive back from a couple years ago in Detroit, so he's still very new at the position. And while I think he's doing a good job considering his inexperience, it's still Jamal Agnew should not be a, a top three option right. in an NFL offense. So uh, Trevor has had James Robinson. He's been great. Uh, so he's had a, a, a good ground game. But, uh, you know, defensively, they've got to usually win shootouts. I say usually, they always have to win shootouts because the Jaguars have given up, uh, you know, 20 points in like the last 25 games. So, uh, and, and that streak will continue on Sunday. So, yeah, it's, it's, been, it's been tough for Trevor. And I think Urban Myers really had trouble adjusting. So, you look at everything around Trevor Lawrence, and I don't think it's been set up uh, – really well for him at all and the fact that you know he's been able to do what he has done i i think has been pretty impressive because he should really be the reason why they're not winning i mean the rookie quarterback should be the you know the number one problem and it isn't he's actually you know one of the more positive storylines that the jaguars have right now you know i wonder too hayes his rookie season particularly the first half reminds me a little bit pre-injury of course of josh allen's rookie season where you know, we saw some flashes. We saw the the leap over Anthony Barr in that Minnesota game, and we we saw some of the signs that pointed like this could be a franchise quarterback. But we also saw that Green Bay game where he throws three first half interceptions, a really bad one at the end of the half thrown across his body. How much do you believe the second half of the season is maybe really where we'll start to see some of those statistics, which is really what people are going to look at, Hayes, wrong or right, fair or unfair. Um, the league, fans around the league, the media, they tend to over-obsess about the the raw statistic numbers, the yards, the touchdowns, and less about some of the more, I, I think, nuanced and layered uh, statistics, DVOA, and some of the things that I think Trevor Lawrence has actually looked pretty good in and, and, and adjusted completion percentage, right? Like things that actually provide a little context to the game being played. Like what do you expect to learn from Trevor Lawrence over the second half of the season um, knowing all of these factors are in place and, and, and that he isn't really in the best of all situations? Yeah, I, I know all I need to know about Trevor Lawrence. I mean, I think the way he's handled it so far uh, on and off the field has been magnificent. Uh, he's shown unbelievable unbelievable maturity really I think Nate the biggest thing is over these next 10 games just get out healthy Trevor just get out healthy have a whole off season where you don't have to worry about any sort of rehab or recovery you can you know devote your off season to breaking down you know every throw you know improving you know whatever whatever elements of his game he feels like he needs to improve and uh you know and, and not have to worry about a drop and all that stuff and just have an off season where he can grow. So for me, mentally and, and physically, I, I, Trevor Lawrence doesn't have to answer anything for me. I mean, he to me, he's been spectacular, and I don't expect that to change. And I mean, I can't I, I can't tell you how many drops you know they've had, and, and he's got great body language. He never gets frustrated. If you know the tackles at times have been. Uh, you know, beat and, you know, he doesn't get upset. He, you know, he picks those guys up off the ground. And so he shows everything you want is a leader. And I think physically he's uh, every bit as impressive as, as everybody thought coming out of Clemson. I think the biggest thing for Trevor, and it's, it's obviously out of his control, is just stay healthy. You know, the last thing this organization needs is for Trevor Lawrence to suffer some sort of massive injury where now his offseason is going to be, you know, dedicated around that and, and he may not be around for OTAs and the start of training camp. So 
That's the biggest thing is just get through it, get through these final 10 games. Nothing statistically, I don't think anything's going to really change because he can't do anything. I mean, they're not going to go out and, and, you know, add to any, to the, to this team. I mean, I, I don't think there's anything they can really do. We're obviously, you know, they're, they're one in six. They were, they were never going to be, you know, buyers at the deadline and the deadline's now passed. So any way you're going to improve your roster is just going to be through waiver claims. So, you know, this is pretty much what he has. And Chark's not coming back. He will get his center, Brandon Linder, back here pretty soon. Uh, you know, that'll help, although the offensive line's been pretty good. Um, but it's just, this is what it is. So I, I don't think all of a sudden you're going to look up and he's going to have a run of great numbers because I just don't think, I think it'd be difficult for any quarterback in this league to come in and be throwing to Marvin Jones, LaVisca Chennault. You know, Dan Arnold's been, been pretty good, but he just got here mm-hmm. uh, like a few weeks ago in the C.J. Henderson trade. And he's already third in catches on this team this year. So it's just it's the you know the the previous administration obviously failed in building the roster. That's why they got fired. And really, to be honest, Urban Meyer and Trent Baalke in their first year of doing this, uh, Trevor looks great. But that's a no-brainer pick. You know, I won't penalize them for Travis Etienne because uh, he got hurt in the preseason. But the rest of their draft and their free agent moves largely have been utter bust. Jaguars reporter for 1010XL. They're the flagship for the Jaguars in Jacksonville. Hayes Carlion joining me here on the Wester Hotline. And and I want to do want to talk a little bit here about Trent Belke and, 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 and Urban Meyer and sort of I, I think the stopwatch got started after all of the Urban Meyer drama and right or wrong, whether or not he should have been fired there on the spot or not, this organization put a big investment into Urban Meyer. And, and I think if you're Shad Khan, you probably want to watch that, at least see if it can fix itself on the field. He mentioned one of the quotes being, you know, like he's got to kind of show not only, you know, the 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 ownership group there in Jacksonville, but the players and the other coaches. He's got to earn back some respect. Now, I'm not going to ask you whether or not he's already done that. I, I, I think I know the answer. That's still a work in progress, whether or not he's going to actually ever be able to win back the respect of his peers and his and, and, and the leaders in that organization. But like, how much can you? We were talking about evaluating Trevor Lawrence. How much can you evaluate Urban Meyer truthfully? Because I'm not going to blame him for all of the failures of the free agent class. But listen, I mean, there were. Uh, when you have James Robinson and you pick Travis Etienne in the first round, when you have two first round picks, I think naturally you almost start the stop clock, the the, the stopwatch on yourself, um, because everyone is sort of saying don't take running backs in the first round unless you're a team that's close. You know, Kansas City. Say what you will about Pittsburgh, but like that running back situation is helping them stay competitive. I I the head scratcher for me was Travis Etienne, and I think it'll probably stay that way when there's wide receivers, when there's good players on the board. This team has so many f- needs to fill. I felt like running back was a luxury. So like. Do you feel like you're going to get a good look at Urban Meyer this year? Unless some spectacular thing where they win three of their last four or four of their last five, they they leave this season, Hayes, with two wins. Is Urban Meyer a one-and-done? I don't think he'll be one-and-done because I don't think Shad Khan will pay him the money he'd have to pay him to to fire him. Now, if Urban Meyer makes another off-the-field mistake, like you referenced in Cincinnati, which was just – unbelievably poor judgment um you know then if it brings in a, a situation where the jaguars could you know get rid of them you know and and be able to get out of the contract 
then, you know, that might be something that they would consider. But, um, you know, I think at this point, yeah, it's it's probably going to be at least another year with Urban Meyer. Because I think if the Jaguars were, if they were so bothered by what happened in Cincinnati in the postgame, I think they, you know, I think they probably would have gone ahead and, and fired him then. So uh, I think Shad Khan remains committed to Urban Meyer. But it's clear. I mean, I, you know, Urban Meyer talked about, well, I, I've studied the NFL for a year, and I feel like I'm, I'm going to be able to make a quick acclamation. Well, that hasn't happened. They were pitifully prepared for the opener in Houston and got beat 37-21. to 21. And then, you know, they, they showed some signs that they were improving, and, uh, and then they got the win in London over Miami. You go into a bye week, you're feeling pretty good. Okay, maybe they're starting to figure things out. Then they go to Seattle, and they play arguably their worst game of the season, where, again, a lot of those issues of not being prepared to play show up in terms of the penalties and the self-destruction. And, again, this is coming off a bye against a Seattle team that doesn't have their star in Russell Wilson, and you get, you get beat 31-7 in a game that you basically score in the final minute to avoid the, the shutout. Uh, it, it was really, really disturbing to see how poor they played uh, coming out of that bye week. I know it's a long trip and it's a tough environment, but I mean, come on, you can't let Geno Smith complete, you know, his first 14 passes <laughs> of the game. So I, I don't think it's, uh, you know, I, if it, if it's, if it's on the field reasons, then I think Shad is going to keep him around because it's just such a big contract and to, to have to eat that after one year, I just don't think he's going to do that. But having said that, Urban Meyer has not acclimated well to the NFL in a number of ways. And, yeah, they're going to have to do a lot of soul-searching after this season because right now you look at the remaining road, and I think best-case scenario, you're looking at a 4-13 and team. Yeah, it's hard for me. Maybe I'm jaded a little, Hayes, because of how Sean McDermott and Brandon Bean sort of just hit the ground running here. But I remember going back to that first training camp and thinking, okay, like there's some talent on the team. And then what they did before week one is trade that talent. They get rid of Ron Darby for some picks and a player in return. They get rid of Sammy Watkins, which was a controversial move. So they started out kind of making some unpopular moves and sort of looking like they were tanking a little bit. Like, people were wondering, like, are the Bills trying to lose on purpose? Then they make the playoffs that year. So I guess part of me and and trying to evaluate coaches from afar, I'm a little jaded in that sense. But, you know, how much in, in, in your sense here, a lot of the narratives about Urban by the national media, by other teams, by, you know, fans on Twitter. Let's it's Twitter and I get it. But do you believe there's, you know, the you you were mentioning some of the downfalls of Urban, right? And some of the the transition being really difficult. Do you believe that things are as grim in terms of the respect that he holds in the locker room, the respect he has amongst the coaches? Like is it as grim as as people and maybe in the media have tried to make it out to be? I think it is pretty grim. I mean, I think that it's – I don't think he's meshed well at all to this level of football. And, you know, I, I do wonder – again, I don't think Shot Khan fires him, uh, and I don't think he'll be, uh, you know, dumb enough to make another huge colossal mistake like he did, uh, you know, after the Cincinnati game. But it does, I am curious if he's really committed to doing this. I mean, Urban Meyer doesn't have to do this. And it does make me wonder if he gets to the end of this, and let's say it's 2-15, and 15, 
uh, you know, does he look at this and, and, and say, is this something that I really still want to do and be invested in? And I think it's a legitimate question to ask because he's just never had to deal with this. He's won 85% of his games in college. Uh, he's obviously made, you know, tons of, of money uh, in, his, in his brilliant collegiate career and in broadcasting. And he could go back to that life. So why put yourself through this unless you just absolutely love it and I have to wonder if Urban Meyer is really loving this right now, if, if he feels like he got himself into something. I think he was charmed by, you know, the, the, the ability to coach Trevor Lawrence. I mean, that's why he took the job. He would have never taken the job if the Jaguars didn't have the number one pick and he knew he was going to get Trevor Lawrence. But, you know, I think he, and I think he admires Shot Khan and the kind of owner that he is. He'll spend... He'll, he'll provide the things that Urban is want. Urban, Urban Meyer wanted a big investment in the sports performance. Uh, Shad Khan did that. They're building a football uh, standalone facility, uh, largely because Urban Meyer wanted it. So, um, you know, I mean, I think Urban Meyer has gotten the support that he, he wanted, and I think the opportunity to coach Trevor Lawrence was uh, incredibly enticing. But I think he's finding out there is so much more mm-hmm. to this. And I, I, I just, it does make me wonder when he gets to the end of this 10 game stretch, is he really invested and ready to roll up his sleeves and say, okay, I got knocked in the dirt in my uh, rookie year in this league, but I'm going to come back. I've got Trevor. We've got the most cap space in the NFL. Obviously, they'll have, uh, a, you know, some premium draft capital do I want to go back and, and try and fix this? Or am I ready to go back to, you know, my cush life, whether that's coaching college football or where I can recruit, you know, eight, five stars in every class, right, right. or do I want to go back and, and broadcast games where I get paid millions of dollars to give my thoughts about, you know, what just happened in the first half of the TCU Oklahoma game. <laughs> I could see that being the, the move for urban in the long run. We'll, we'll, we'll see how, how things, uh, how things play out. Hayes, thanks so much. Enjoy the game this weekend. Really appreciate you uh, making some time for me on your Saturday and uh, let's do it again soon. Okay. My friend. Sounds great, Nate. Thanks so much for having me. Take my care. pleasure. My pleasure. Hayes Carlion there on the West, her hotline. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.